0: Welcome to
1: the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Welcome into the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. And we have some special guests today. It is the almond edition of the podcast. The almond brothers are here, James and Blake. What's up, guys? Hello, hello. What, uh, What flavor almonds are we snacking on today for this episode? What do we got?
2: Uh, I'm got... going with the uh, wasabi honey almonds today. <laughs> okay. A little sweet and spicy myself. Blake, how about you?
0: Um, I, I'm trying to be a little bit healthy, so I'm doing uh, unsalted, just straight, Ooh. all natural. So,
1: Gotcha. Okay, well, Suggs, Suggs cannot join us today. They are laying the floor outside of their office, apparently, so it's incredibly noisy. So I just informed the guys, I said, you were going to be the call of the week, but now you're going to be... The host, the host of the week, I guess you could say. So uh, we are, we are, you're in for a special treat here. We have no idea what's about to happen. So,
2: oh yeah, fact, go ahead and reset the router because I think you just got like 500 more listeners. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> all right. So uh, we're going to start it off with uh, the show me the money. Show me the money. Uh, we have some fab offers here, guys. Did you make any any moves fab wise this week?
0: Absolutely not.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, I think you guys are notorious for not making any moves with the money. You still have $100 yeah. uh, a fab. So what is your strategy behind that?
2: Uh, well, every year we heard that whatever fab money you don't spend, the league pays you back in actual cash. Oh, and wow. So Blake and I have been enjoying some nice dinners at the end of the season. <laughs> of record. Yeah. Oh, wow.
1: Okay. I did not know that. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Just comes out of the college side fund, I guess yeah 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 okay all right so here we go with our uh our fab for the week we have quite a few moves here a lot of fab was spent uh pierre strong jr went to greg co for 15 dollars devondre campbell went to donut stop believing for 12 tony jones jr went to greg co for 10 craig reynolds went to greg co as well for 10 um the seattle defense went for 10 dollars to donut stop believing um, Latavius Murray for Buffalo running back there. Now he went for $8 to strong side. Um, the only competing offers that there were out of all of those was Latavius Murray uh, went for $8 to strong side and Greg offered five. Um, and then Pierre strong jr. Went for 15 to Greg as well. And Kemp's crew, uh offered four so those were the only competing offers this week um for the fab but there was a lot of lot of fab moved right there guys um
2: yeah doesn't, anybody... sound like Gregco, doesn't sound like greco doesn't sound like greco's plan to eat a special dinner after the season
1: greco is down to seventeen dollars left for the season
2: Ooh,
0: <laughs> you can't hide money i'm telling you that you can't hide money
1: <laughs> yeah so uh greco down to seventeen dollars the lowest did you guys see the nick chubb injury
0: yes uh, Oh yes, watch that oh,
1: live. Yes, that was that was rough. So, uh, West Coast wombats um, moment of silence as they have dropped Nick Chubb uh, to free agency. Hopefully, he can uh, have a quick recovery as they apparently have some advanced <laughs> uh, methods yeah. of recovery now with with him and Aaron Rodgers. So we will see. Yeah, Robo. Um, what were you gonna say? I said
2: RoboCop stuff. Oh
1: yeah, RoboCop. Yeah. All right, and guys, let's go ahead and let's move on to the All-Pro team, and then we will get to uh, some questions for you guys as the call of the week slash host of the week. Uh, guys, any idea who the number one quarterback was for week number two? Mm. Any, any idea? Who do you think?
2: Mm.
1: No. Dan Jones. Wow. You know, it's wow. you know, it who everybody thought it was going to be. Wow. Well, Daniel Jones for Tecmo had thirty-seven point two wow. points. Uh, your top three was Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, and then Russell Wilson. We all saw that coming, right? So uh, you guys, you guys have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And Jalen Hurts he came in eighth place, and then C.J. Stroud showing up right behind him in ninth place, twenty-seven point thirty points. You guys got to be feeling good about that pick, right?
2: Yeah, it's good backup.
1: Good backup. Yeah. Your top wide receivers for this week, number one, Keenan Allen for us for 31.10 points. Puka Nakua for 30.10 points for us. And then Mike Evans for Donut Stop Believing with 29.10. Your top running backs this week, Kyron Williams for the Rams for Strongside, 29.80 points. And then Brian Robinson for Kemp's Crew, 28.90 points. Uh, Saquon Barkley was third as he also had the ankle injury, 27.20, uh, guys, let's see, I'm trying to see if you had anybody, I guess your running backs didn't do anything this week, but say what?
0: Yeah, they're, uh, they're definitely not our, our strong uh, area right now. So, all
1: right. Your top tight end was TJ Hawkinson for the big orange bullies at 25.60 points followed by hunter henry for also the big orange bullies at 17.20 now guys i know you're the tight end whispers you had evan ingram uh who was the let's see eighth best tight end and he was 11.70 and then followed by zach Ertz, who was the last pick for you guys coming at 11.60 so they they don't call you the tight end whispers for nothing there
2: uh, you got to sneak them in there when you can, you know, it'll pay off in the long run. I know wow. the big orange boys are probably, you know, whispering right now thinking they've got the magic with the tight ends. there, are the top two performers, but just wait. It's a long season.
1: That's right. Uh, your top kicker is Brandon Aubrey for Dallas, the golden Eagle football club. He had 17 points, 70 points. And then your top defense pretty much. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't Dallas. Wow. Okay. It was Pittsburgh versus uh cleveland they have 31 points six sacks an interception three fumble recoveries two touchdowns and they allowed let's see 22 points so uh west coast wombats with pittsburgh giving them 31 points your top idp players for the week we had alex highsmith for pittsburgh he's a linebacker he's in free agency he had seven tackles a sack interception forced fumble pass deflection um So, 26.25, and he is in free agency. Trey Brown, a a cornerback for Seattle, had 25 points. Uh, He had an interception, um, forced fumble, and four tackles, and a sack. And then Micah Parsons for Tecmo Power Runners, he had 20.5 points. Um, He had four tackles, two sacks, and let's see, fumble recovery, forced fumble. And then Daniil Hunter, uh, for strong side, had 20.5 points. And then rounding out the safety would be Jason Pinnock, I guess that's how you say it, for a pace in your face, 17.75 points. Uh, guys, are you familiar with the median score for the week and the average?
2: Yeah, uh, that was something I recently became familiar with. Yeah. Um, what, are your, what are your thoughts on it so far? Uh, so far, I'm, I'm not opposed. We're sitting at only one loss on the median average score um i think it will be interesting down the stretch to see if it helps some people out that may have a bigger score but lose to somebody else who had just the best week of their lives yeah. um but that way you're not you know completely just walking away with anything without anything so yeah. i think it may be interesting especially to get down to like stuff like the ice bucket the last playoff spot
1: All right uh blake what's your thought on the the median score are you aware um
0: of yeah i i think it's a great idea um i think it's kind of it's for me it's something that's fun to watch now and kind of something else to kind of pay attention to. And I mean, we were obviously on the the L side of of it this, um, this week, but uh, you know, it's, it, I think it's a neat thing. Uh, I kind of think it's a good addition. Uh,
1: the median score this week was 172.05 big jump from uh, week one, which it was 157.50. So uh, this week it is projected to be back in the fifties at 159.0, yep. 58, so we will we will have to wait and see. Um, guys, looking at the matchups last week, what happened to Strongside there, your opponent?
2: Did you see? Uh, I, know. I think he, uh, he got bit by the not a lot of great information given by the teams and the, you know, he was holding out for Eckler yeah. last minute. And uh, rumor has it he was stuck doing the Lord's work. <laughs> and was unable to make the change before kickoff, uh, which just brings me back around to what I brought up several years ago of live management Ooh. for situations just like this, or for a Nick Chubb injury in the middle, you know, in the game like that that just totally can wreck your whole week, which you had no no control over.
1: Right. So you're you're still an advocate for the substitution rule that we've we've brought up a few times.
2: Yeah, but only for only for certain cases, not just for hey, right. this guy's not performing. I want to drop him in at halftime.
1: Exactly. Um, I think that Matt could have been so embarrassed by his team's performance that could be a reason that he is not here. They might not be even laying, you know, new flooring at College Side today. Uh, no construction actually, over there. That's all a joke.
2: That's there's nothing happening over there. No construction. I mean, he's just making it up.
1: So uh, anyways, you guys had the big win this week and fallen just a little bit short of the median score. Um, Before we get to the league pick and making the picks of the week, let's go ahead and do our call of the week with our host of the week, the Allman Brothers. It's time for the call of the week. All right, guys. What are your thoughts on the draft? Um, What was your favorite food? Kind of give it an overall... Uh, a grade, maybe. So, what did you guys think, James? You go first.
2: Uh, yeah, I was a. Uh, as far as food goes, I was really there for the mix-up of the thin crust pizza this year. You know, I know the cheesy stuffed crust is a favorite, but the thin crust is pretty good uh, overall. I hated to lose Blake a few drafts in, but you know, family above all else there, and uh, he had to go watch his watch his boy play ball. Uh, but he came back for the end. We finished strong with him. Uh, but I would say the best night, best part of the night was, um, when we walked away with the top a plus draft score, uh, sitting right behind Kemp's crew and Jake there. And even with a top a plus score, he still, still he still means nothing. He said it means nothing.
1: It, it does. Yeah, before we get to that, uh, Blake, what did you think? What was your favorite food and stuff like that?
0: Um, I always look forward to seeing what uh, Pace is going to bring. I mean, mm. the man can cook. His barbecue, I think it was gone faster than anything. So, um, like James said, I, unfortunately, I had to leave a little bit early um, to go watch a baseball game, which my son's team won. Great game. Um, but it's uh, So the food is great every year. It's something I definitely look forward to. I definitely starved myself um, for that day. So, um, but I was glad to get back. I was glad to get back and, you know, at least finish it out strong.
1: So that that was quite the moment when you walked back through the doors. I don't know if anybody was expecting, expecting that James, were you
2: expecting that? I really didn't think he was gonna be able to make it back. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: no, no, definitely had to make it back. I was like, I I, as soon as the game was over, I was like, all right, I got to head on back. And, uh, I would, I would have thought you guys would have waited for me. Um, but, but, yeah. you, but you didn't. so we uh, tried to
2: stall. we did ice cream yeah. in the middle
0: to wait yeah. little, I was like, well, maybe they waited for me and they're still on the second round or second pick of the night. and but no, uh, it was it was towards the end, but James did great. I mean, when I saw what we had, i was I was definitely uh pleased. so he didn't need me so
1: yeah uh what did you guys think of the ice bucket presentation there with uh Jordan I want since you guys have been in that position before, what grade would you give uh Jordan with the ice bucket?
2: Blake, how'd you take it first? Um, I mean it was
0: good. I, I didn't I didn't care for the uh the mask. I think that kind of took away from the shock of hitting your brain, the cold water hitting you. Um uh I mean he definitely made it a spectacle. Um, you know, it it should have been a time of shame, but he tried to make it a time of pride. Um <laughs> and uh, you know, he talked some smack to Kansas City, like like what we said during the thing. I was like he's NC's not going to like to hear that from uh, Jordan, so uh, um, yeah, I think
2: they took that personally. So, Yeah,
1: I do, I do. James, what do you think?
2: Uh, You know, there's been certain people that have made me wait for things in life. Um, One time I saw James Brown, and we had to wait like 45 minutes for James Brown to come out, but you know what? He was worth it. Another time I had a chance to see old Kanye, and he made everybody wait two hours. I didn't wait for him. He wasn't worth it you know Jordan really was pushing it this year because he showed up unprepared left came back made us wait even longer for a speech and then we got the ice bucket and I, I you know I'm putting him somewhere between Kanye and James Brown wow you know uh yeah you know, if you're going to make me wait you better you better bring the magic
1: Ross will definitely appreciate the Kanye mention there um so going back to uh the draft grade you guys got an A+ On the day of the draft, or on the night of the draft, and then we had the episode where Jake gave the draft grades for everybody. Did you guys listen to that?
2: Uh, No, I'm sorry. Uh, Did you say Jake? Yeah. Draft grades. It doesn't matter what Jake thinks.
1: Yeah. So Jake gives you guys a C minus and is Mm. very very critical of the Jonathan Taylor pick Um, and you guys only taking two running back or three running backs total. Uh, So do you have like a rebuttal to the the draft grade he gave? And and maybe tell us, I guess, what you were thinking when you took Jonathan Taylor.
2: Well, I'll have to speak for this one because this was Blake's. This was the first pick I took after Blake left.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, So what, what are you thinking when Jonathan Taylor is falling down the draft board?
2: Well, first off, I'm thinking, you know, has he fallen off production in the last year? Not really. You know, I knew there was some discussions about holdout for pay. Uh, I wasn't too worried about his injury because it was a late last season ankle injury. Like, I mean, we've all had ankle injuries, and we're not professional athletes, and we've come back from. Um, So, as far as that stuff, I wasn't really that worried. Uh, But you never like it when you hit the pick and you get the, oh, you know he's not playing, right? It's like you start second-guessing yourself. Yeah. So... That went through there, but I still think it's a solid pick because the pup list is only a four-week situation that gives them time to figure out what they're going to do with him financially. Uh, I do believe he's going to come back, and like I said, he hasn't dropped off production. Um, So even if it's just – if he's not playing every snap for them at running back but catching it every now and then out of the backfield, I think we're still going to get good production from him. And uh, we're just, hopefully it'll be the week that we play Jake and he'll come back and go off for like 35 points.
1: Right. Yeah. I will say, I don't know if he would have been there if you had let him go um, past you guys on that turn. So I'm not sure he would have made it back, Um, but who knows? And uh, one thing I did notice that, you know, Blake, when you got back and you sat down um, and you guys were looking over the draft, you were really happy with, The Zach Ertz pick, which was your very last pick on uh pick 23. And Zach Ertz right now, let me see where he is at on the uh the tight end season total here. Uh Zach Ertz is your three. He's a top 10 tight end right now. Uh he is number eight on the season. So uh Blake you got to be happy with uh, the Zach Ertz pick. Could that be possibly your keeper or is there somebody else that you guys are eyeing to be a keeper?
0: Uh, No, definitely have Zach Ertz. I mean, Evan Ingram's doing, doing fine. Um, hopefully he'll have a, you know, at the end of the season last year, he definitely had a, um, an uptick in his, in his stock value. Um, hopefully that starts a lot sooner, um, than towards the end of the season. Um, but, uh, yeah, having Zach Ertz at the end, uh, I mean, uh, it's great. I'm glad he's coming through. Um, and hopefully, you know, if we, we need to call him up some, you know, the way injuries are going this year, who knows, uh, Ingram might blow his knee out for all we know. Um, have, have you guys, step him up. Uh,
1: have you guys had any trade talks with anybody? Has anybody approached you about trades or anything like that?
0: No, nobody's approached. I mean, I've been thinking about like running backs, maybe trying to get something a little bit more, uh, maybe a little bit more solid, uh, for our team but uh as of right now it's i'm i'm happy where we're at we're we're, we're getting by um i know we're going to have those those weeks where it's just going to be it's going to be nasty but um but we're doing okay now so, so your,
1: uh, your message out. if if anybody wants to trade with you is that you need running backs right
0: that that would be or i, I would like i mean I feel like we have like B minus running backs right now. Um, I would like to bump up maybe to B plus a, you know, possibly. So yeah, if there's running backs out there that um, people have, they're, they're willing uh, to possibly get rid of then I would be interested. So, all right, James, moving
1: on to the matchup of the week for you guys, you are mm-hmm. playing uh, Ryan, Ryan Risher with donut. Stop believing. Uh, you guys are, favorited you you guys are favored right now 56 uh to his 44 what are your thoughts on your matchup versus uh rish
2: you know uh Richard seems to be having a pretty good year he's got the whole donut shop believing thing going uh and if you can i don't know if you've ever been to, to a donut, donut shop donut no it's, but, stop. it's not but, shop oh it's not donut shop oh <laughs> I was really worried because if you can get everybody in the donut shop believing the same thing, then you got something rolling. But if it's just don't donut stop, that's just a catchy phrase. So uh, uh, I'm exactly. not really that worried. But uh, he has had a pretty good season. Uh, he's evidently, you know, spent a little money last week on his defense. Yeah. So I guess he was worried coming into this matchup, thought he'd need to beef things up a little bit. So we'll just see what happens. Uh, you know, this is also health food versus junk food. So um you know we'll see what happens
0: blake what are your thoughts your matchup versus Rich this week um I, I think we've got a pretty strong um strong match again against my let's see let me pull it up um i mean kurt cousins i mean he, he'll have a big day uh against the chargers and um Questionable I mean, it, 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 yeah i mean it's definitely it's going to be close i don't think it's going to be anything we're going to sit you know but like all right we've got this i mean it's it's definitely close with the projected i mean we're projected to win uh by 56% so um it's it's going to be tough uh Rich to start off strong you never know what kind of rich team is going to show up every season but this one uh so far so good
1: interesting moves by Rich this week he has benched Garrett Wilson for the uh, Jets we all know the whole situation there um playing they're playing New England he has benched him as of right now uh, the other thing I see on Rich's roster is that the $10 he spent on Seattle's defense, they're on the bench. He has not moved them into the, uh, the, the starting lineup there. So, uh, Blake, I know you got to leave here soon. Um, yeah. can you quickly give us, I know you're the leader in the league, pick em. give me your, give me your lock of the week real quick. And then, and James and I will run down the, uh, the matchups, but you're in the lead. Who's your lock of the week?
0: Yeah. Um, well, it, it's well, – I was looking at it before we made the call. I mean, the easy one is just to pick uh, uh, Jake, uh, Kemp's crew. Um, that's – that's, I think that's going to be a bloodbath um, today. Um, so, I'm going to go with one that's probably not as obvious. Um, and, and I think uh, – well, Kevin, I think, is going to get his first win. Uh, I think he'd be pretty confident uh, on this one. Um, I think he's going to get his first win of the week. So, uh, then, then Big Orange Bullies, I think, is going to be – um, a good one. But I I'd say my lock of the week is gonna be Kevin with your worst nightmare. I think it's gonna get his first uh first win of the, the season. And that's the bottom line. Stone cold go so All
1: right, there you have lock of the week, Kevin versus the West Coast Wombats. Blake, thank you for joining us. We appreciate the time and uh good luck this season.
0: It's been wonderful. See you guys. See you.
1: James, all right, we're gonna run down the league Pick them really fast. You ready? All right, let's do it. Picks of the week. All right, let's start off here with uh HNF Industries us versus Isaiah 4031. James, who do you like there?
2: You you know, I'm going to have to take you guys at the uh, underdog there. Um just because it doesn't look like you know, Isaiah has been performing great this year, dropping all the way down to 12, so going to see you guys pulling that one out.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a close matchup. I uh, we made a trade with with Jordan this week, swapping some uh, some running backs, and uh, so he's got a good team. I like Trevor Lawrence. We'll see. We'll see uh, if he can bounce back. Moving on to the Big Orange Bullies versus Greco. Who do you have on that matchup right there? Big Orange Bullies is favored to win this one.
2: Oh yeah, they're favored big to win this one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it to the big orange bullies. Uh, But I do think, you know, Greg usually makes a pretty good comeback mid to late season, but he also just spent a ton of money this week. So, you know, (laughs) he's he's definitely working there.
1: Yeah. Uh, Greg definitely needs some running back help here. He did get Joshua Kelly, um, who really didn't do anything too amazing. Um, So maybe he can get it going. I mean, he did play Tennessee's defense last week. So hopefully, yeah get it going this week. Um, so you're going to go with Chase and Carver, is that what you said?
2: Yeah, Big Orange Bullies there.
1: All right, moving on to – let me pull this up. Let's go to Donut Stop Believing in yourself. Pretty much a given here, right? You're going with yourself.
2: Got to, take, got to take the brothers.
1: Got to take the brothers. All right. Moving on to Pace and Your Face in the East Coast Wombats. Who do you have on this matchup?
2: That's going to be another close one. Yeah. Um, but I think I think I'm gonna have to go underdog pick again.
1: Oh, really? You're going with I we
2: have Pace here.
1: I'm gonna go with the East Coast Wombats on this one. Uh I like their team. I just got a few question marks, especially now. Um, and I think even pace would say this. I mean, he's starting you hope Matt Breida can do well tonight. Uh going up against that San Francisco defense is not going to be an easy task. Um, and then also Madison with the uh a new addition of Cam Akers who is there now. I don't know how that backfield is going to operate. So there's just some question marks there. You hope Justin Fields can get it going. He's going to have to versus Kansas City. But uh, I just think that Pace has a lot of questions this week, and so I'm going to go with the East Coast Wombats on this one. And, James, you're going with Pace in your face. Moving on to uh, Golden Eagle Football Club versus Strongside. Uh, Strongside is favored to win 59% to 41 for Cameron, who do you have on this one, James?
2: Yeah, I think Matt bounces back. I think uh, Ethan's giving him a good talking to about <laughs> making sure he's on top of that that uh, roster, and I don't think he's going to let that happen again.
1: Yeah, I'm going with Cameron on this one. Um, I, you know, I don't know if Eckler's going to actually play in this game. I do like Suggs had some insurance for once. Usually he's not one to carry backups on his team, yep. uh, and he did have Kyron Williams, so that is a big, big – uh, addition to him uh, uh to his team in place of cam acres um so that is that's pretty big for Suggs there I like that uh but I'm going to pick Cameron on this one uh I just think that he's got a a good matchup here this week uh for his players and hopefully uh Jalen waddle will wake up for his team with Tua there and yeah. uh that's a great stack for him to have. Moving on to Kemp's crew and Tecmo power runners first versus 13th place. Not looking good for Tecmo, I would say. What are your thoughts?
2: No, we've got two 90s classics here and Kemp and Tecmo Bowl, but I just, I think Kemp's just going to take it. I, he's rolling. I don't know that that's going to slow down this week.
1: I would say anything's possible in in fantasy, and I feel like I say this all the time. Anthony Richardson was about to have a humongous week last week. Um, he scored twice, uh, but unfortunately got a concussion. So that's two weeks in a row in a row of this guy getting hurt. Um, so he is very explosive. He could definitely uh, overachieve on his projected points of 18.93. But uh, I don't know what's going on with Cincinnati. Uh, hopefully they can get it going. You would hope so. And then um, are you guys jealous of them having uh, Taysom Hill there? at tight end, who is just an absolute wild card. You don't know if he's going to throw, run, catch the ball. Uh, that seems to be like somebody the Almond brothers would want on their team.
2: Yeah, normally. But the thing with him lately, though, it I, it's just, this coaching staff really is leaning into him. And, you know, you couldn't have predicted that coming in because we've had him before uh, for that reason, and he ended up not playing as much. And if he was playing, he wouldn't do as many roles. So, it's just kind of a roll of the dice, but it seems like it is. Staff really likes his d- diversibility and is taking advantage of it.
1: Yes, and um, they really punted on their tight end position. The complete opposite of you guys, you know, the tight end whisperers. So maybe yeah. you, you might need to give them a pep talk, talk to them, you know, just give them some tips on the tight end position there. Also, Techmo does not have um their defensive back spot filled. I haven't uh, looked at their team to see who they're holding on to see what happens, but I'm sure they will fill that as we go. But I think Jake's got a great team. Jake is one of the lucky lotto winners this week, along with Suggs. That's where we should be playing this lotto. We need a lotto sound. Um, But, yeah, Jake got Jerome Ford for Cleveland, and um, he has got a tough test against Tennessee's defense. Um, He looked good in his limited action, uh, and Jake just happened to have picked him up. Um, this week, this past week before the game started, so Jake, uh, he said he dedicates at least one spot per week on a lotto ticket, and uh, it hit this week. So anyways, I'm picking Jake to win this week, and our last matchup of the week is the West Coast Wombats versus Your Worst Nightmare with Kevin. And I know Blake picked uh, Kevin to win this matchup to get his first win. James, what's your pick?
2: Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Blake. That one stood out to me. When I was looking through, you know, uh, I know he's down at the bottom, but I feel like he's poised to, uh, to take one, you know, you can't, you don't, even if you're on a streak in this league, the way it is and the way players are and the way it's scored, you can quickly, uh, knock off somebody that's that's been riding pretty high.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go with, uh, the West coast wombats on this one. Um, I I just think obviously they they lost a huge piece with Nick Chubb, um, but if uh, Higgins and Samuel and Watson can all just you know have have a big week, I think that they could uh, pull an upset here. Um, so I'm going to go with the West Coast Wombats. All right, guys, looking at the league pick'em standings really quick before we head out. Blake, your co-manager. Is yep. uh, uh, in first place all alone. He's got eleven. So after going six and one last week, he went five and two this week. So uh, followed by Greco, the pick and profit. You
2: know, oh, you know that, that friendship there is paying off. He must have been listening to Greco.
1: Yes, and then followed by Strongside Suggs. We have a let's see a three way tie for a second place: Greco, Suggs, and Reed. And then we also have Cameron J tied for third place right there everybody else is definitely still in it but um those are your standings so hopefully blake can keep it going there for you james
2: you can hear me james oh yeah let's hope so (laughs) okay yeah we cut out there for a second but you're good all
1: right all right well that is it james any final words any any last things before we head out
2: no, nope, no. Nope. Uh just uh it's been a good season so far. We're going to keep the train moving. Sorry i didn't come track. with any uh fun music this year. But
1: bring back the O train or Oh, the O train's still rolling. The oh, momentum's it's... still going. Okay.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, hey guys, I appreciate James and Blake joining me. Guys, be sure to not, uh, lock in your league pick 'em picks before kickoff tonight and good luck in week 3. <laughs>
2: Clickety-clackety, clickety-clack. What's that sound coming down the track? It's the O-Train. That's right, boys.